I might uh, send that over to you. You do the uh, <laughs> truffle shuffle for me. Yeah. I got space out here. I could probably do it right now. Yeah, man. Let's do it. Have you been looking for a business podcast with hosts and guests who don't have a stick up their ass? Yeah, I said it. Damn! Well, if so, welcome to your new home, brother. Brother. This is My Fence Life. Woo! Our three passions are beer, bourbon, and business. And probably in that order. We're bringing on business owners who share tips, tricks, and behind-the-scenes stories to help your business be more successful. And we drink during the show. So no matter what industry you're in, pop a cold one and come on in. Welcome to the My Fence Life Studio. Hey, got to unmute that, man. What's happening, Fence Lifers? Whew, we got part two tonight from last week. Uh, we're on uh, season five, episode three, Unlocking the Secrets of Fence Contracts, part two, protecting your project from misunderstandings with my good old buddy, old pal, Nathan Downs. Let's go ahead and get that guy on here real quick and show him some love. All right, Fence Lifers, get ready for your shut it. Badass Hinge Guest, brought to you by D&D Technology, creator of the Magna Latch. If it doesn't say badass, it ain't D&D. Whoa, nay, 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 dog. What's up, brother? Nothing. Sitting here with my Tabac Especial Cigarillos, uh... My little baby cigars and some nice, uh, nice. some Mick Ultra tonight. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I am back on the gin two nights in a row, bro. Dang, yeah. come on now, two shows in a row, sipping on gin and juice. No Please juice, just back. a little gin, a little soda water. Oh. I've been on the past week or so, man. I've been on the old rabbit hole. So oh. rabbit hole gin. How you doing, man? Chase, Chase that rabbit. I'm, I'm good. How are you, buddy? Dude, I've been doing good, man. It's been crazy, crazy, crazy week since I saw you last time. Um, yeah, Super man. We had a bunch of rain uh, last week, so kept things a little cooled off. You know what I mean? So yeah. But uh, let's get some of the business out of the way. Hey guys, uh, we're we're going live on Streamyard. We say this every week. We're just trying to get everybody's name to pop up in the comments. But before you leave a comment, please go to Streamyard.com forward slash facebook to allow Streamyard permission to show your name with your comment so we can see who's a uh, comment don't forget we're live on facebook in a couple groups the my fence life page the fence industry only page and the fence media page also live on linkedin and youtube we're everywhere just like the intro says or the outro one of them says it yep. and uh tonight we've got my uh my boy nathan downs coming back for part two uh, how you doing tonight, Nathan? You doing good, man? Good, good. Ready to finish up our conversation about contracts and agreements, buddy. Yeah, me too, man. Uh, before we go any further, let's thank D&D Technologies, home of the badass hinge and the world's most trusted gate hardware, and the creator of, I think it's pretty badass, the Magna Latch. Uh, if it doesn't say badass, 
It ain't D&D. And don't forget, D&D is worldwide, not nationwide. So why settle for the less when you can go with the best? Dude, I'm on a freaking roll. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> anyway, Woo! guys, we want to thank Experts Staying and Seal. If you notice our reels, we got a little advertising going on underneath us. We got an Experts Staying and Seal one. We've got a My Salesman one now. We're going to be using that uh, probably this week. And we've got a D&D Technologies one. We're working on a uh, FWA one, a Finch Track one. So we're just rocking and rolling, bro. Kicking ass, taking names. Have you seen the new My Salesman? Like, uh, have you really gotten into it yet? No, no, I haven't. I haven't gotten into it. Have you? It's it's pretty exciting, man. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to email Matt tomorrow and just let him know that I got Jess's email ad- email address. The, one, the email address he didn't want me to get. I got it. <laughs> I got it. So, hey, guys, don't forget, we got three rules to the show. Beer. Bourbon business and Jen. <laughs> Do you get like a seltzer last week? You graduated to a, an ultra. Yeah, at least it's a beer this time. I was like, uh, I've got one of these. Did you get some hate <laughs> mail last week? Is that why you switched? <laughs> they were like, uh, seltzer's not a beer. I'm aware of seltzer's not a beer, so whatever. I mean, you saw that. I, I was paying attention to the comments, but now, you know. I, I pay attention after the fact, even if I'm not yeah. aware at the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, I was talking to Rob, the producer, and he said he wants to get one of those little French hats for you so you can look a little more Dom Deloisius. You know what I mean? I think we're going to work we'll on that. Probably make that happen. Yeah, yeah, bro. I need the, I just need the cape and the mask. Dude, we got to get you that. I told you Susan K. Worrell, he's got like a Nacho Libre mask. Huh? Yeah, she's That's pretty awesome. dope. Yeah. All right, man. Let's get back to unlocking the secrets of fence contracts. Yeah. Part two. Let's go, buddy. All right, go. man. We got to uh, protect your projects from misunderstandings with Nathan Downs. I should, like, really lower my voice when I say Downs. So <laughs> just so y'all recap from last week, we talked about project description, scope of work. We talked about uh, cost of the estimate. And the payment terms, we talked about scheduling and the timeline. We talked about permits and HOAs and approvals. And uh, I think we capped things off with uh, liability insurance and all that good stuff. Workman's comp, commercial auto, covering a lot of stuff in the contracts, huh? Absolutely. And there's a lot more to go. There is, man. And this is a really big one. Material warranties and guarantees. You know, there used to be a guy who lived down the road in, uh, in a little town called Lacombe, Louisiana. And he had a cooking show here in New Orleans. And he used to say, I guarantee, just like that. And that's what he was known for. I don't know if his cooking was any good, but he had a cooking show. But he said, I guarantee. Anyway, so your material warranties and guarantees. What do you do about that, old Nate Dog? How do you handle that? I know how I handle it, and it's pretty badass, kind of like D&D. Ooh, boy. Uh, yeah, man, we handle it a number of different ways. I mean, any warranties that go with any of the products, um, as we're sending out our estimates, it attaches um, as an attachment to whatever it is we're sending out. Like if it's an Ameristar panel, a montage, 
product line, they get the montage um, flyer, like the, the uh-huh. brochure, and they get the warranty paperwork with it. Really? Same thing, even all the way down to our, um, we started including, uh, I mentioned last week, we started including the um, Alta warranty, because Alta on its Western Red Cedar Pickets, actually Alta has warranties on all their wood. A lot of people didn't know that. I didn't know that until two weeks ago. And uh, so I read the warranty and I was like, uh, we don't really build our fence that way. But um, there was a thing where if a client saw that and read through it, they could be like, hey, I want the war- you know, I want to make sure that we're setting the warranty on this product and we know exactly what we need to do to make that happen. So, so are you done? Yes. Because <laughs> I'm about to, well, yeah, yeah, about tell to me. put it on, I'm you sure. son. Yeah, he's got 25 times as much experience on this. So go ahead and tell us how you do it. So I got my uh, my boy Benji with Clever Fox dot online. Probably uh, my number one cat for uh, marketing websites, Google AdWords, branding, yep. documentation. And uh, if you catch him on a good day, you might get a foot rub out of him. He's one hell of a marketing guy. <laughs> <laughs> so uh <laughs> anyway man so we have a material guarantee uh warranties and guarantee so we attach three to five different branded documents thank you to uh benji over at clever fox our full service website and marketing team we had to every agreement we have warranties and my team knows hey if it's a wood fence they're gonna get a warranty which explains our wood fence and gate warranty you know, hey, up to 90 days, we'll come back and adjust the gate. Now, I know some people go back, like Joe Joe Everest, they go back a year later and check the gate, you know. <clears throat> we'll come out for 90 days, make any adjustments and so forth to the gate. That's just a very little smidge of the wood fence and gate warranty, but it basically tells you, mm-hmm. hey, you're buying a wood fence and it's going to warp, it's going to twist, it's going to crack, it's going to bow, it's going to curl like a potato chip. You know, do what wood does. Yeah, it does what wood right. does because it's a natural product, and the sun beats the shit out of it. Right? Yep. That's why we offer expert stain and seal, nineteen flavors, odor free. Can't beat it, bro. So that's what we're trying to do to combat the wood problem by using expert stuff. You know, mm-hmm. but uh, but then we got another. If they don't go with wood post, we have a postmaster. Warranty. And Benji will put QR codes on there that the customer can scan and go to the actual page on their website and fill out the warranty paperwork. Mm, I like that. Dude, it's all nice and branded. It's got Fence King, and it almost looks handbookish. Nice and professional. It's dope, man. But that's why why, uh, I like going with a full-service you know, marketing team like that. They don't say, oh, mm-hmm. we don't do that. Go hire somebody else, you know. Go hire somebody else to do your brochures or your door hangers. Benji does all that, man. It's pretty dope. So, uh, And then we have a, a, an acknowledgement, a wood fence and gate product information, <clears throat> which explains, hey, I acknowledge that, you know, there's no warranty on these hinges or whatever the case might be. I don't know if that's one of them, man. Yeah. It's you know, we went through this uh, years ago. Benji and I have had these documents, and I just keep regurgitating them. And uh, we actually have them in packets 
we have a wood packet and then a wood packet with pool code. And we got a postmaster packet, I mean, a wood post, then a wood post with pool. A postmaster, a postmaster with pool. But every customer gets that, and they also get a utility waiver, which is an, an, a utilities acknowledgement. And it explains to them what private utilities are and what, um, uh, Jesus, I can't think of the word. Uh, just your regular utilities, right? Your your ones that you, that eight one one will come out and mark. Yeah. Right. And a lot of people don't realize that the water line going to their house is a private utility because the water meter is out of the street, and that's why they stopped. And that exactly. plumber, he, if that plumber could have been drinking that day, and he did an S turn all the way to your house, they don't know, right? Um, that that's gas right. line running from the gas meter back to your generator, running back to your barbecue pit, running back to your pergola. That electric line, that's all private sprinkle systems. So they sign off on that. And if I have a customer that wants us to put a fence in front of the utilities, we draw, we literally write on our fence layout that they sign C utility waiver. Hmm. Now, granted, we don't go in there like a bunch of assholes and just start popping holes, right? We're going to go in there. We get everything sprayed. Okay, we can dig this one with the auger. All right, this one. We're gonna uh, we're gonna go ahead and hand dig, but we take before videos of all our jobs. So when my guys get there, they video, and you can see if there were any spray paint markings there, and that video is time stamped and dated. So then we can always go back and say, hey, we were there, you know, four days after the Dottie was caught. We call it Dottie here. I don't know what y'all call it, but <clears throat> we went four days, okay. huh? We got Okie Digs. Uh, Yeah, so, you know, we called them four days ago. This should have been sprayed. Or we go ahead, we lay out, and I learned this from, uh, uh, I think, Sean King. We started using white spray paint. So we go ahead and mark with white spray paint where our post, where we're going to be digging. Take a picture so we can see where the lines are. And if we hit something, my guys lay a tape measure on the ground. From the the marking to the cut, the marking. So then yep. that way, if you know we're within eighteen inches of it, well, it's our fault, you know. But if we cut something, it falls back on the, on the uh, on the homeowner. Now, not really. It's not really the case. If I cut a public utility, it's on me. But right. what that does is. By giving them that paper and giving them a real quick run through of it, it makes my job easier because they'll go, you know what? Ah, I don't want to pay for that. Just put it two foot further back. I mean, all you got to do is move it a couple feet, man. We won't have this problem. So it's almost like my dog shit clause, right? You're just kind of informing them and kind of pushing them. And when they realize they might have to get in their pocket a little bit. They start seeing the way things that you want them to see it. They start seeing things the way you want them to see it. And they do the things that you're like, hey, let's just make life easy. Push this thing two feet back and be done with it. So we give them a utility waiver. Everybody signs off on that. And if you got a pool, you get a um, uh, a building code deal that has the uh, BOCA, B-O-C-A National Code, pool barrier code on it. Now, the way we got it is, is we got one that says, and we make them sign it, that I agree to pool code. 
Well, if they don't want the pool code, they let you know. And right there, process stops. Oh, you don't want pool code? Yeah. Well, you need to hire somebody else. So some people will ask me because I've given it to some people. And they're like, well, why do you have no? Like, you don't build it to pool code? Like, no, no. That's my way to find out if I'm going to have issues before I get out on the job site, before I collect a payment, before I get we're going to find out right in, in the beginning that they don't want pool code. And we just, we don't do a job unless it's pool code, man. And that's been a tough one to bite on because we've had some pretty decent jobs and we've lost them because we're not going to do it, you know? And uh, we have our stain and seal warranty. We've got our lifetime warranty for digger aluminum fence uh, deal. Mm-hmm. And we got our LiftMaster warranty that we give people. So... We have all that. Depending on what it is, we start building a document, job nimbus, boom, 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 boom. Send it all over, get it signed, man. So um, yep. talking about job nimbus, I still got to get with you with that automation and let you know that a document's been signed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No more. I've been, I've been lo- like looking at the computer waiting for it. Is it going to work today? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is an automation. I can show you how to do it. And you don't get an email, but it'll pop up on your uh, calendar, and it'll say e-sign complete. That would work. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, it's pretty nice, man. So when the task in Job Nimbus pops up, then you do get an email, a task email, and you open it, and it'll say Nathan down. So you know you signed it, right, because you signed it right away. That's what I do. Right. So you get that one. Then you'll open up another one, and it'll say, you know – Billy Joe Bob, and you're like, oh, all right, he's on. Boom, move it. So it has saved us a, a lot, buddy. Saved us a lot. Yeah, I bet. I bet. So how do you handle change orders and additional work? Do y'all have a process for that? So, yeah. So, um, again, right now, since I'm involved with it, it's a lot easier. Um, we're going to eventually charge for that. Today, we don't charge for it unless there's an actual cost um, applied to doing something like right. if we get out there and the customer decides that they want to add a gate or something, we'll upcharge the gate for delivery of hardware or something like that. So our standard gate price, add 35 bucks or something like that, and we'll come out there and do it. Um, I know at my previous employer that we actually had, I think it was a 250 or $350 per change order fee for all the things that we have to change along the way. So that paid for all the time in the office of getting things squared away of redrawing the drawings right making right. sure the takeoff material list was correct etc cetera, etc cetera. so um yeah so we just how do you how do you guys do it well if they want to do a change order it clearly says throughout our entire agreement like the word change order is capitalized and in bold in probably six different places you know if you want to do this it's a change order we have a line that says nothing but change orders uh Let's see. I got it here is line number 26, which is the very last line, just so you know. <laughs> change orders will be part of the herein agreement. Any change orders will be emailed to the customer, and upon customer initial and or signature will become part of the agreement. That's what happens when you have an attorney write this. It sounds all attorney-ish. But we have in here where, um, you know, there's going to be a change order right here. Unless it's right, unless in writing by way of change order or executed 
by an authorized representative defense case. So there's no verbal agreement or understanding of any nature concerning the same has been entered into between the parties. No modification of the agreement will be binding upon Fence King Services unless it's writing and cha- by a change order. So, I mean, we got change order capitalized all over the place because people don't realize how much a change order is and what it takes. You know, oh, yeah, we can just go ahead and throw a gate in here. No, it doesn't work that way. You know, um, a lot of times we people don't want to pay for removal of debris, but then they convince you guys, oh, yeah, remove all that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, removal of said debris is desired. There will be an additional charge, which will be determined by the amount of debris to be hauled off. You know, the cost of the customer will be less than $150 for a removal uh, plus per hour charges. Any charge will be subject to a change order. So we we just hit them left and right with change orders, man. And because it's got to be. Because if not, your guys will be like, oh, yeah, we'll throw a gate in there. But they don't yep. realize what that six by six costs, what that gate kit costs, uh, the 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 gate insert that we put in, the quarter inch stainless steel bolts and nuts and washers that we use to put the the uh, the decorative insert in the gate, you know, all that the 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 jigsaw blades it costs to cut the. I mean, come on, man, it all adds. Oh, and then let's not forget all the time it took you to do that, you know, which yeah. might cause you to have to go back tomorrow when you wouldn't have had to go back. So that gate could get really expensive if I got to make a special trip. So all that needs to be taken in consideration. So you want to, you want a CYA. I'm a CYA guy. You know what that means, huh? I don't know if you guys cover your, cover your radius, cover your radius. That's what I was going to say. It's almost like we're twins. (laughs) (laughs) So do you have a dispute resolution? We don't. I, I, I don't even know where to start on something like that. So what, did, what did you guys put in yours? Well, this just recently happened. So I bought my uh, my truck uh, a year or so ago, a little over a year ago, okay. March of 2022. And we're signing papers. And, you know, I'm getting older. I'm knocking on uh, 30. And uh <laughs> Thirty uh, times two, almost no. Anyway. Yeah, I was to say no. Thirty yeah. plus twenty. Yeah, thirty plus twenty. Thirty divided plus twenty nine. <laughs> yeah, thirty plus twenty nine <laughs> divided by one multiplied by zero. No. Anyway, um, and I'm signing this paperwork, and I'm like, well, "What is this?" And the guy's like, "Oh, well, that's." Uh, and I'm like, "I'm reading." And I'm like, "Wait a second. What the hell is an arbitration?" So I'm reading the document that I signed that I'm about to sign. And basically it says that if I have an issue with the vehicle, I'm not just going to go hire an attorney and sue them. I'm going to come to them, give them an opportunity to make it right. If I'm not happy with the way they made it right, Mm -hmm. then we're going to go sit down with a mediator. And then that mediator is going to decide and it never makes it to court. Kind of puts it on a level playing field. I was like, um, can I get a copy of this? Yeah. So I gave it to Benji, and Benji's like, Jesus Christ. So I had my I, <laughs> I had my attorney go through it, and I'm like, look, we need to loosen this up a little bit. And um, I haven't 
implemented it yet, though. I'm a little scared to do it, old Captain Chaos. But it is definitely like sitting on my desk in that pile of, you know, needs to be done. And it's going to happen, man. We're going to have to put that in there because I don't know how things are where you're at. You have like a, a you have a magistrate court or something. Do y'all have that? No, no, that is a Louisiana thing. So we have a justice of the peace before you make it, yep. I think, to the magistrate court. I don't know. Anyway, our justice of the peace is a freaking joke, man. All they do is collect a check and every they all the justice of the peace work at like title companies because they're the lawyer inside the title company. Man, give that dog a treat. Shut that thing up, man. I know, right? God, what, what are we doing? What are, what are you doing no, over that's there, my bro? Dog. Scarlet. <laughs> that's my dog. She she got excited. It's all right. It's probably a coyote or something like that. Yeah, let her bark. So they all work in like a title company, right? <laughs> And they got they got a job mm-hmm. looking at titles, and then they make make time for you. It, it's a freaking joke, man. And all they're worried about is their constituents. That's all they're worried about. They're not worried about the business owner. And I think in twenty three years, maybe three times, I've had to go to the justice of the peace. And guess what? I've lost every time. And I was right every time. The freaking contract said it right there. So I'd just rather give you an arbitration to sign because 98% of people don't freaking read it anyway. And they're like, sure. ah, yeah. sorry, just the peace serves you. And then you just send that signed arbitration to them. And it doesn't go to the justice of the peace. And then there's a company, I think, in uh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, that has mediators or there's a three different companies. And I think we have to agree on one to go to or something like that, but gotcha. that's how we're going to handle it. And I feel like if I buy a damn car and do that, then you should totally be fine with doing it with a fence. Cause a car nowadays upwards of a hundred grand. We're talking about yeah. a, a five to $20,000 fence. So, um, I mean, I've had Benji's already got the document done. It's all branded and it's sitting there and it's just waiting for me to throw it in the mix. So that's what we're doing, bro. I like it. I like it a lot. I might uh, send that over to you for a, yeah, do it for sure. For a small fee. You could do the, for uh, a small fee. I saw that coming. You could do the, uh, <laughs> truffle shuffle for me. <laughs> Shuffle, shuffle. Yeah. I got space out here. I could probably do it right now. Yeah, man. Let's do it. Uh, <laughs> so uh, what about termination and, and cancellation? And here comes all the comments there. Yeah. yeah look at the comments. <laughs> so what about uh, termination and cancellation of the agreement? So, um, you know, this seems to be a hot button topic right now. Right. It seems like every other day. Have you not noticed that on Facebook and stuff? It seems uh, like every other day people are like, "So and so signed a, signed the agreement, signed the contract, paid a deposit, and now they decided they want their money back, or they found someone oh, cheaper." And they, I commented like, on I've that. Been one. seeing, yeah, yeah, I've been seeing it pop up quite a bit. <laughs> did you see my comment? No. What did you say? You said something smart ass. 
I, I did not. I said something that was wholeheartedly true, man. I was like, fuck that. Say? They paid. They signed. <laughs> done. Listen. I mean, you know, but I. But then, but then, I, then I dialed it down, and yeah. I went at it right, and then, you know, have a conversation with person, but no one liked my comment. They were probably like, this guy, I'm not even touching it. This- but they yeah, probably exactly. all screenshotted it and was like, look at this. This is yeah. how we need to handle it, right? But I'm yeah, saying that. It was pretty blunt, but I was like, no, man, you signed, you you paid, you got buyer's remarks. Sorry, Karen. Sorry. You know, you signed it. It says it's non refundable. I just, I go back to what Mark Olson said, and I agree with Mark again on this one because I'm sitting there thinking, if they're, a couple days removed from signing the contract and wanting their money back or something's happened and whatever. I'm not sure they, I want, want them as my customer anyways. If I don't have anything like any skin in the game, I'm just giving them their deposit back and just, Look, just grateful that I didn't get a bad review on Google. I agree. And guess what? I read a lot of comments that were completely opposite from what I said. Sure. And I agree with them. But I ain't going to make it easy. Sorry. That's fair. You know what I mean? I'm going to make you think twice next time because you know what? Look, my brand's strong enough and my business is strong enough that I can buck some people a little bit and have an issue because I got enough good ones out there. I'm going to make you think twice before you fuck over somebody else. You can be like, whoa, hold on. I'm not signing this till I know that I know that I know because that fence king guy, he held my feet to the fire and I didn't think I was getting my money back and he finally did give it to me. You know? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I'm going to make you I'm going to make you think twice about it. I'm going to hold on to your money a little bit and I'm going to get in your gut a little bit and get you a little upset. And if you leave a bad review, come on, man. It makes me look like a real company if I get a bad one. You know, true. So, but um, yeah. I mean, that's how that's how I handle it, man. But I'm I'm look. I'm hard nosed. I mean, I I learned from my dad, and maybe because you know he was a different generation, it was a little different. But you know, he's like, hey, business is business, and oh, I know what I said in it. You know, if if Miss Karen signed that signed that agreement and paid that deposit. And I went out and did that fence, and I didn't do something that was on that agreement. She would hold my feet to the fire and wouldn't pay me until I did sure. what that agreement said, right? Well, it's a two-way yep. street, goddammit. So that's the way it goes. You know, you're going to hold my feet to the fire because I know you would when you're spending that much money. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make Absolutely. you sweat it a little bit, and I'm eventually going to give it to you. And look, I get it if you don't agree with me, but... You know, I'm not in this to make friends, man. I'm in this to make money. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm True. just, I, I, that's just the way I am with it, bro. I'm just, I, I, I'm not, yeah, I'm going to make you think twice. And when you go get your house painted next summer and a guy gives you a contract, you're going to make sure that you know that you know that you know before you uh, give that deposit and sign it. So, I'll be the, the lesson that you learned. Got it. Yeah. I'll take it, man. Whew, got that off my chest. I kind of feel good, man. <laughs> <laughs> I feel a little. It just seems like it's a common thing right now, right? Yeah, like... I've seen a couple of them. I know I commented on that one. Um, but, uh, you know, I mean, I, I had a guy ask for his deposit back. 
And I was like, hey, man, it's non-refundable. And he was like, well, you know, I didn't want to say this, but, you know, it, this was back when uh, Circuit City was in business. So you know how long I've been in business, right? I don't even know if you know what that is, but that was like a Best Buy or – well, Circus City was going out of business, and he lost his job. I was like, I can't keep this dude. Back then, twenty five hundred bucks was, you know, uh, a decent amount of money. So I was like, Yeah, man, I'm not going to keep yep. your money for that. I'm not in the business of keeping people's money, but I am in the business sometimes right. of letting you kind of think next time before you just cut a check or whatever the case might be. So I ended up charging them a little fee, and a bunch of people said that they charged them a little fee because um, I used the excuse it ran through my checking account, and the IRS is going to see it, so I'm going to have to cough up some cash. I need to re- get, I need to handle that. Yep. You know, so um, that's what I do. You give it back, huh? I like it. You probably, uh, yeah, yeah. Right, right now, being so young, yeah, yeah. God, that's why. When I see that, and I know these guys are newer companies, you know, I'm sitting there thinking, just give the money back. But I, I understand the reason everyone's asking this question, and everyone is like five or six people over the last couple of weeks, right? Right. Is because they, it's a scarcity mindset thing, really, like in ourselves. It's, not, it's really not so much a customer thing at that point. It, it could be very well be for young companies, a scarcity mindset. Well, I can't give up this contract. You know, they, they signed off on it. Yeah. I need that couple thousand bucks from doing that job. You know, yeah, I need that job, and I and I get that, man. And I'm in a whole different place, so you gotta you gotta kind of really look at the context of what I'm saying. I'm in a different place in my business. Yeah. Yep. You know, when I was a younger company, I was doing whatever I could to make people happy, to be talking good about me in town. You know, yep, and. And that's why we give the deposit back. And yeah, I've I mean, been I there, lady, done that. I had a lady um, in a neighborhood a couple miles from mine, and uh, she found out it was in a hundred-year floodplain. And uh, she asked me, she goes, "Is your?" It was the same builder that built my house. Is your house in a hundred-year floodplain? Nah, we're about you know forty feet of elevation above of where you're at over there um, by that by that floodplain by the river. Uh-huh. And uh, she ended up backing out of the job um, because she backed out of the house. Oh, yeah. So, you yeah. know, she's asking me, she's like, well, what, did you already cash the check? And I hadn't cashed the check. So, And I said, uh, no, I haven't deposited the check into our uh, electronic banking yet. Um, so I'll just go ahead and shred this thing, void it out, shred it. And we'll just pretend like it never happened. So this lady's building another house now in my neighborhood, right? And uh, in four months, the house will be done. Four or five months, the house will be done, and she'll buy no. She'll buy the fence from us. I have no doubt about it. So I've got a deal that I do with people that are getting ready to move into a new house. I'm like, look, you want your you want your fence done right away as soon as you move in, but right. you don't want to sign a contract, to give me a deposit, because what if the closing falls through? Here's the deal. Sure. If you want me to come in the day after you move in, or I usually come up with an excuse and don't show up the day after, because you know what happens the day after they uh, sign the papers, right? There's 85 people moving in trucks, and I got to park down the road, right, down the street. So I'm all, I always end up delaying those guys a day. I do it. That's sure. just what I do, right? 
um, because I know what's going to happen. Or I'll talk to him about it. Like, hey, when is your moving truck coming? Even though I had it scheduled for the day after. Oh, well, it's yep. coming the day after. Well, we need to come the next day because I'm going to be – we're going to be in each other's way, and they usually see it my way. So I always somehow work it out to where mm-hmm. it's a day later than when we originally agreed. But if the house falls through, I'm going to give you your money back. You know? I'm not in the business of taking people's money. So yeah. that's what I do with people, and it works out really well. And we don't we don't have any issues, man. I don't have any issues at all with, with that kind of stuff. But I love the people who wait, and then they want it right away, and you can't get to it right away. Or how about these people? And you try to tell them this. I've done like 80 fences in this neighborhood. Trust me. The fence that you're getting is not going to go against HOA. We can do the fence without approval, right? I have a lady that is still waiting. Um, She called me today. It's been 26 days. So I told her, I said, look in your HOA. It probably says if they don't respond to you within 30 days that you can do whatever you want. And sure enough, it did. She's going to wait. She's that nervous, but she's a first-time homebuyer. First house, you know what I'm saying? First house, first HOA. I don't want to buck the system. And it's like, oh, my God. Let's just trust me on this. It's not going to be a problem. I'm not going to build a fence in there that is not going to be right because I don't want to get blackballed in your neighborhood. It's not my best interest to do something that's not going to work, you know? So we deal with people like that. Um. Last one, man. You put this one on there. What do you do about signatures and acceptance? So uh, when it comes to signatures, man, we, we make everybody sign. And I've gotten a little laxed on my signature thing. Last time we spoke, um, we were talking about how I make people initial here and do that. And uh, I looked at Dylan, and I'm like, you know, man, we do all this, but really – and, I, and I'd like to end on this. When it all comes down to these agreements, mm-hmm. it really, nowadays, it comes down to whether or not the person that signed it is a decent person. Because yeah, true. they could be like, eh, yeah, I'm not paying you. I don't care. I'm not doing that. Right. And what are you going to do? You, you, you're going to take them a quarter with $3,000? That could cripple a company. Right? Yep. No. You're handcuffed. Yeah. You can't do anything. By the time right. you hire the attorney, he does, he sends, you know, like my, my guy, Jay, I'll be like, hey, Jay, send these people a letter. You know, I don't have to do that often. Uh, I had like one or two last year I had to deal with out of, you know, I don't know what we did, 400 fences or whatever, so 400 plus fences. I had two people I had to send letters to. One of them got me for uh, three grand, and another one got me for forty five hundred. Mm. You know, I just paid my taxes early. That's all, right? Right. <laughs> you know, it, it's 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 just at this point, it's not even worth it to me. I, I just, yeah, I can't do it. You know, I wish, like on these commercial jobs, and you have bonding agents and stuff. Man, those people don't want their bonding agents to uh, find out, and they cough up their money. Matt taught me that trick. 
but you can't do that with a homeowner. But right. when it comes to signatures and acceptance, man, I make everybody sign a contract, and they have to sign a contract and pay a 50% retainer fee before we will even schedule them. Now, I'll yep. use the words we penciled you in, but, you know, that means it can be erased, you know, and if you don't pay me yep. or sign in a timely fashion, then, uh, yeah, that pencil uh, gets erased, you know. What about you? We, same same boat. We don't have all the initials everywhere yet. Again, we're still developing our, you know, agreement from the ground up. But our big thing, like one of my multiple, there's five things that need to happen, and that is right there in the middle of it. It's the third thing that needs to happen is they have to sign it. And yeah. they do it digitally through our CRM, and that's what it is. So that also helps that they're on the correct estimate. Uh-huh. Because we have found we have a lot of people um, that have multiple estimates. So, you know, you'll end up with six, seven, eight iterations of the same project. And then we can go back, and it helps pinpoint and make sure they get the right work order, all those things, right? Because they're looking at it, especially when they know that they've got that many options that they've already looked at, they're going to look at it with us as well and really make sure that they're signing off on the correct project, the correct information. So, yeah. So we started using job nemesis e-sign. I like how it makes it to where it's locked and you can't do anything once it's signed. Yep. It also shows that it's how many pages it is. So I'm getting a little more comfortable mm-hmm. with job nemesis uh, e-sign. They need to do a little bit, tweaking to it but it's come a long way i really do think i i would like to see a couple spots on the agreement where we could add some initials i, I don't yeah. think i need not 25 initials like you have no, <laughs> i your, said like, but like seven but yeah that's i would like to see a couple more you know really to pinpoint the the ones that you you and i understand yeah. the most important yeah. It's going to be different for everybody, too. But, you know, if you're worried about the deposits and paying, giving a refund or, or returning a deposit or something like that, write it out correctly. And, you know, I'd like to see where that's what, something they need to initial or whatever. Yeah. Um, because we're all in different boats. I mean, going back to what we were talking about earlier, right, with the deposit issue and stuff. Yeah. Well, look, man, you're starting to sound like Max Headroom over there. Your Wi-Fi is going down. The kids must have climbed in bed and they're on their Xbox or PlayStation or yeah, whatever. Ashley's up there yeah, streaming. I think, I think my bandwidth is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Ashley's climbed into right bed now, and she's so. she's watching uh, some show on TV <laughs> on Hulu. and uh, <laughs> Binging it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, man, uh, dude, it was this was a good deal, man. I like this. This was good. Absolutely. This was no, good information. I've been, it, obviously, I've seen a, a bunch of pings coming through and stuff. I mean, hopefully everybody got something good out of it. I'd love to hear yeah. feedback or other thoughts, you know, continued from everybody on this. Because I think there's so many different ways that we can each achieve what we're trying to do. But I love that <laughs> that you and I were talking about this and that we spent this amount of time on this because – Again, from a young baby business to a business that's established, you know, everybody does it a little bit different. But I think understanding the why, like going back to like, why do you have to have these things? Why are each one of these items important? 
um, because you and I have both experienced it. You will get burned. Yeah. Um, so how can you try to protect yourself from those bad customers as, as best as possible? Dude, I remember back in 2005, I got burned for six grand. And uh, I, so, so 2005, I had uh, $6,000 in my savings. And it was a Katrina deal, commercial company redoing this business I mean, right down Clearview Parkway. I'm like, yeah, this is a dude, I can get in there one day, knock this out, put my six grand back in the savings, right? Never yep. got paid, bro. Took all my entire <laughs> savings. Yeah, yeah. It was a bad deal. Business man. ownership, man. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine? Everybody you got, wants to be the boss. Yeah, you got four <laughs> kids at home and mama, and you just uh, spent the savings that you've been working for, and you don't know if you're going to get it back, and then you eventually don't get it back. Huh. That's that's tough, man. You know, it's I a think, blow. I think that's one thing that I was really, really proud of Ashley and I before we started Radius was that we had the wherewithal leading up to the point where we, we knew that this was going to come sooner than later, you know, and that we had continued to save and put that nest egg aside. So then that way we wouldn't be surprised by the things that happen when you're a new company, right. Or a young company. Yeah. Right. And the, you know, the more, the more we can protect ourselves, that's fine, but there is going to be bad things that happen or unfortunate things. And it's just part of business, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, man, it's been great talking to you. Had a good time. Guys, don't forget. Appreciate you having me on. Fence track, myfencelife.com. Go get your uh, swag, get your uh, Fence Life license plate from uh, Fence Track. And uh, let's not forget about Expert Stain and Seal. Yeah, you see uh, Fence Tracks right up here somewhere. I can't move. Yeah. <laughs> Expert Very Stain and Seal. Uh, love those guys. Thank you for everything you do. And, uh, of course, Benji over at Clever Fox, BidgeRaider.com. Take control of your uh, your uh, reviews. Bro, BizRaider is the best. I mean, it's – it's it's the Benji's going to hate that I just put it in bird's eye, and I love it. I love it. You love, it's wait, totally worth it, man. You, you broke up what a little a great, bit. What a great investment. You had bird eye? Oh, I said it's a poor – no, no, it's a poor, it's a poor man's bird eye. Oh, it's a poor man's bird eye. <laughs> you know, because yeah, yeah, but, but I mean, it does. You know, it's a, it's the same concept, but it, but in an affordable package. Yeah, I you love know, it. I, I couldn't afford to do to do something like that. Like bird eye, so expensive. Yeah, I used but, to have it, but like what you what you get for it, it's awesome. So when Benji came out with Biz Raider and we started using it, I mean, you know, it's it's great. I think we're up to eighty. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, the reviews start racking up, man. Like, and that's awesome. Like, we're, yeah, I'm, I, I can't, I can't wait. And it's working. And we just keep working the system. Use the automation. We have all of our triggers that we're using across the board to do this stuff. Well, yeah. Bug. Well, hey guys, y'all go into the description on the on the show, and you'll see uh, the uh, promos and stuff. Click that link. It's got all our promos. You, uh, we got a promo for you to get uh, a better price on yard signs on door hangers um we got we got all kinds of promos in there mfl 50 gets you uh 50 off the uh fwa 
Finch Jones Security Expo. Um, Jesus, what else we got in there, man? Well, we got a special deal right now. You get 10% off for three months of uh, ArcSight. We've got MFL15 if you go to uh, ozfence.store. We got all kinds of promo codes on there, deals that we made with people to try to help everybody, okay? <sighs> man. I'll probably, we did it. I'll, I'll probably talk to you in a couple of days, man. I'll be headed home from work calling Nathan. We'll be talking about the next thing we want to jump on. So, anyway, guys, y'all uh, y'all keep on fencing, and uh, we'll text you next time. You've been listening to My Fence Life. Yes, we like to have fun. Beer, bourbon, and business. And although we have fun, we take our business very seriously. Dan Blanc is known as the Fence King, and he's been providing high-quality fence solutions since 1999. He's connected to industry leaders, business leaders, financing experts, and marketing gurus that will be on the show to talk about their success stories. To find out more about us, hit the website at myfencelife.com. Listen to the show wherever you consume your content. We are everywhere. Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcast. See you next time on My Fence Life.